You're listening to episode 210, and today we're talking about a relationship in your life that is the most important and most impactful, but probably also the most toxic. Let's talk about it. Take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome back to a summer session on Same Boat Huddle. Quick episodes for you just to give you inspiration tips throughout the summer that they're easy to consume because we all have a lot going on this summer for anything like me. I know you are. Um, real quick from last week's episode, I refer to something called PEX. It stands for Picture Exchange Communication System, PEX, P-E-C-S. I had a few questions about that. You can take a look. Um, you don't have to use that system. Just using visual cues is awesome for people of all ages, believe me. So today I want to talk about uh, a little bit of an epiphany that I had this past week. Um, But before I share with you exactly what came up for me, and I'm sharing this because I I guarantee a lot of you listening to this are going to be like, oh my gosh, me too. Um, So before I explain what that is, what what I want to do is ask you these questions. If there was a person in your life who you had some type of relationship with, and I think, I, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, but just someone really important in your life who's a part of essentially like your daily life. So for me, the most relatable relationship is a spouse, but think of someone along those lines, maybe someone you're dating or uh, maybe a sibling, so, um, or a friend, something like that. But if this person, you're in this relationship with them, and they, um, every time they saw you, they said something mean, like, looks like you put on a couple pounds, or like, ew, your butt looks gross, or your stomach is disgusting, or like, your arms look really fat, or, um, you know, you're starting to look really old, like, what's happening to your hair? It's getting gray, or like, you just, you're just kind of not really pretty. <laughs> you know, if they said things like that, or, you know, when you're sick, or feeling really exhausted, if they said things to you like, um, I don't care that you're sick. You got to keep going. You're not allowed to take any time. Come on. You got to keep going. Or if they saw you resting, physically resting, like sitting down, said like, why the hell are you resting? You don't deserve that. Don't you feel bad about that? Like you're, you're worthless to sit there and sit that way. Um, or just be there. What are you doing? Or, um, if they said to you, like made a commitment to meet you for dinner, um, or to go to the gym together or to like meet to go for a walk or something like that. And then you got there and they just weren't there, like just didn't show up. And then later said something like, oh, you know, I was just really tired and feel like going or some, some type of excuse that was like a shoddy excuse. And, uh, and then just like kind of was there sometimes or promising like, oh, I'm going to be there for you. I promise like I'm here for you. And then they weren't. Or if you, um, were going through something really, really emotional, whether, it's a big event in your life, like losing somebody or dealing with a sickness uh, in a family member or something like that, or something smaller, like just dealing with daily stress of like, I feel like I'm a bad mom or like I'm just really struggling right now. If that person came into your life and was like, either just ignored the fact that you needed emotional support or they were just like, ugh, I can't believe you're acting like that. Like just stop, you know? I don't know about you, but if someone in my life treated me that way, they would no longer be in my life. And I know we're all different. And obviously that's a really complicated statement because sometimes we're in relationships that aren't easily disposable and just aren't, or you want to like try and work at them, you know, but so maybe the better thing to say is I would never allow someone to treat me that way in my life. 
there would have to be really serious conversations of I'm not being supported. I'm not going to be talked to the way that you're talking to me. Um, this needs to change. And uh, what, so the moment I had, so I'll rewind here for a second, is I was in a virtual retreat for my own mentorship that I'm a part of. And the theme was devotion. And the question was, who are you or what are you devoted to? And what is that? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And I immediately thought of my marriage and being a mother that I'm not perfect in those relationships. Like I definitely make mistakes or say things the wrong way or snap or um, don't show up for them the way they might need. But I recognize it because they're really, really important to me. And you know, the, the alternative of not being there for them isn't even an option. It's not, and not by obligation, but just by heart. It's in my heart, you know, like there's just no question that of course I'm going to be there for my people. And when I F up, I'm going to say I effed up and I'm sorry. And I'm going to show you that I'm here for you. And I think of you throughout the day and I want you to know that I love you and care about you and I'm going to show you through leaving notes or sending you a text message or giving you a hug and a kiss or telling you how much I love you or showing you by um, doing things with you and connecting with you and choosing to do this with you instead of something else because you're important to me, right? That's devotion to me. And then when there was a question of what do you want to be devoted to that you're not devoted to, I immediately thought of I'm not devoted to myself. I'm not devoted to my self-care the way I want to be. I'm not devoted to just simply loving myself and being there for myself. I think there are times I um, abandon beliefs or um, just my own confidence, things like that. Like I'm just not devoted to it, meaning I... It's like a commitment and a loyalty is how I define devotion. And as I thought about this and I was doing my own share, kind of made a joke of like, you know, if I was dating myself, I would break up with me because I suck. (laughs) I don't call back. I schedule dates and then I don't show up and I say really mean things to myself, right? So we can kind of laugh about it, but I share this with you that the questions I just opened with of asking you, like if there was a person in your life who treated you this way, that's how I treat myself. Truly. And it sounds maybe melodramatic or something like that, but I think a lot of women treat ourselves, especially mothers, not only, but most women, I would say, right? That we sacrifice our self-care because we don't think we're enough. We don't think we're worthy. And that's what's underneath that. Not that when I say that it might not, we might not realize and connect with that right away. But when you really dig through the layers, which we do in layered growth Academy, you realize like, Oh, I'm not allowing myself to rest because I don't think I'm worthy of resting. Right. Things like that. And so I just, I kind of had this epiphany moment of, I if I wouldn't allow that relationship to happen outside of me, why am I why am I allowing it inside of me? And it's also the recognition of our brains, the impact of truly an abusive relationship like that, right? It's it's abusive. It's like an emotional neglect, some cases a physical neglect, like when you're not feeding yourself, you're not giving yourself water, you're not giving yourself enough sleep. I would never do that to my kids. Holy shit. I would never be like, you need to skip lunch and keep doing schoolwork. Like you, you haven't done enough yet. You'll be fine. Or like, uh, you didn't have water today. It's cool. You can drink later. Why don't you drink some soda instead? I would never do that to them, right? 
So that type of impact of an external relationship is no different. Your brain doesn't view that any different than when we treat ourselves that way because it's this it's also a relationship. It's also words you're hearing, right? When you say unkind things to yourself, when you have negative self-talk, it's lack of nutrients and nourishment, whether it's energetically or physical nourishment that you're missing, that you're not getting. Your brain isn't like, oh, well, since you weren't deprived by someone outside of you, it doesn't count. <laughs> your brain doesn't do that. It is still being impacted by the words that it's hearing and by the lack of nourishment and care that it's that it's not receiving, Rece- the, the lack of care it's not receiving. Is that how you would say it? <laughs> So your brain can't discern the difference and it's being impacted just the same. It's just as toxic. It's just as abusive as if you were allowing another person to be treating you that way. And any of us, if we saw someone we care about inside of a relationship like that, we would fight hard. Talk about devotion. I would fight hard for the people I care about in my life that are connected to me. Even people I don't know, if I saw them being treated that way, I'd be like, um, excuse me, <laughs> that's not okay to treat another human that way. But we're doing it to ourselves and our brains don't know the difference. So I share this with you because we need to change that. And it's not, you know, you can't listen to this episode and be like, oh, got it. This is a huge epiphany for me too. We're going to turn this around. It's not going to be a light switch. You know, it's years and years and decades worth of how we've been wired to take care of ourselves that come from a deeply rooted belief system that was solidified by age seven. And there's a lot of messy work to do in there. But the beginning, like we can't make any change without awareness. So if this episode brings awareness to you, bravo, we're on our way. And for me, what I'm choosing to do, like I'm not exempt from limiting beliefs or core negative beliefs or messiness and unsexiness in my life. Like I'm, I'm in it too. And for me, it's just, just the awareness throughout the day of recognizing when I look at myself in the mirror and I say something like, Ugh, I, it's just the check, like, oh, there you go. And just replacing it with something loving. Like you're, you're an incredible woman who has been, through so much and your body's amazing because of everything it's done and you treat it fairly well <laughs> even though we have work to do like I'm um, you know we're, we're working on it and when I make a commitment like I want to wake up and move my body in the morning there I'm not gonna want to in the morning most of us don't don't be true don't don't be tricked don't be fooled most of us don't actually want to wake up and work out in the morning <clears throat> but if I choose that commitment I'm gonna be waiting for myself and I need to show up for her so that I have a trusting, devoted, loyal, committed relationship with myself. So maybe I show up messy, maybe I show up tired, but it's going to show myself, well, you're still here for me because you said you were going to, and I see that it was hard and that means even more to me that you showed up is what I would say to somebody if they, if they made a commitment and were exhausted, <clears throat> you know, like I have, <clears throat> as an example, we had um, a situation recently where my husband needed uh, a ride to the airport and um, I couldn't take him because of kids and it was like 3 a.m. and all that. And our friend said, yeah, man, I'll take you. And um, the the night before, he sent a text to my husband and said, I'm sick. <laughs> like, I feel I feel sick. Um, he's like, I would really appreciate it if you could find somebody else to take you. Um, <clears throat> but if you can't, I said I'd take you and I'll be there. And that's, and unfortunately, my husband was able to find somebody else, but, and he would have been there and he would have felt like crap, but he committed to helping my husband out. And that's what friendships are, right? 
But so often we don't do that for ourselves. We're like, ah, you know, I'm not, I made that commitment. I'm not going to show up for myself. It's not pushing yourself. Um, maybe that example is kind of hard because that's almost implying like when you're sick and you said you're going to work out, you better work out. But it's also thinking about <clears throat> like supporting yourself and meeting your emotional needs, your physical needs, and giving yourself that love that we would give to anybody else we're devoted to is my point. So I hope that this is a big aha for you the way it's been an aha for me. And I just encourage you to choose again the different um, moments like when you hear yourself talk or you skip the lunch or you skip the thing you committed to for yourself to give yourself that space and grace to be human too. Because I'm not perfect inside of the relationships I am devoted to. I do mess up sometimes. I do say the wrong thing sometimes. I do miss the the boat, drop the ball and like showing up the way I said I was going to. But it's the forgiveness inside of those relationships and the awareness of like, I'm committed to you and I know I messed up here, but I'm going to show up again. So give yourself that forgiveness as well. Do not look for perfection because there is no such thing. I just encourage you to really notice, is this relationship healthy that I have with myself? And how can I heal that and get to that space is my question for you and my encouragement for you. So with that said, this is a lot of the work we do in the Layered Growth Academy. Um, I will have spots opened up um, in a couple months, but I really want you to start looking at it now and to be in touch with me now. Like I want these conversations. This isn't a program where you decide to start it and then two days later, like we, I send you a goodie box of tons of stuff. We get you set up in the classroom um, to get acquainted with all the material and things like that. So uh, I really want you to take a look. Go to erinjoyceco.com slash Academy. And um, read about it and see if this is part of healing your relationship to have a really supportive, healthy relationship in your life with yourself. Because when we have deep impact in the world around us, it starts with us. It's not that we can have impact if we don't have a healthy relationship with ourselves, but think about how much deeper your impact can be in the world, in your home, in your work, whatever it is, when we have a strong, healthy relationship with ourselves. And it starts with the messy work like this. like we do in the Layered Growth Academy. So be in touch too. If you have any questions or topics you want me to talk about, uh, email me, erin at erinjoyceco.com. I love hearing from you. Love talking with you. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week.